This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing real good. How you doing? Honk, honk. <laughs> man, it's about time. This was <laughs> maybe my most anticipated movie this year. Oh my god, I remember it was like in September, how they were talking about it. It was supposed to be released on Screenbox in like the middle of October, which would have been perfect. Especially for this movie, because it's a Halloween movie. And then it, I mean, I'm glad it's doing, was doing so well in theaters, but it was like, oh, it's going to be a limited release, then on the screen box. And then it kept doing better and better in theaters and kept getting re-released every weekend. And I was like, God damn it. Into more and more theaters, like, it's like, extended for another week, extended for another week. And me, who, if you recall, had this on the Throbtober schedule, I'm like, yeah, yeah but no theaters around us. And I'm, I'm sitting there, tapping my toes. Remember, it was down to the wire until I finally threw in the towel. I'm like, we can't do it this month. It was like a few days before. It was like, we got to do Hellraiser 2. Yeah. Or but, no, Hellraiser, I mean. <laughs> yeah. But, you know what? I'm glad it did well. And it finally did come to our theater on, yeah. like, the day it hit Screenbox. So, like, you know what? Just watch it. Let's just watch it at home. We'll do it in November. Yeah, it was like two days before, it, it was like the weekend before, because Halloween was on a Monday. It was like Saturday, a gate came to um our AMC theater where I live, and I'm like, God damn it, no. I'm just going to wait now. Yeah, at this point, it's not going up in October. So here's your little extra Halloween a few weeks out, in yeah. case you're missing it. Yeah, if you got the Halloween blues that it's over for the next who knows how long, because this movie's two and a half hours long. So yeah. it'll be Halloween again. <laughs> Man, it is a long movie. And by the way, if you are new here, one thank you. Two, we do no spoiler-free section, so there's your warning. Yes. Um, I saw interviews with Damien Leone, and they asked him about the runtime. And he said, you know what? I know it's a long movie, but I sat there, and I was looking at it. And I'm like, well, there's nothing I can really cut. And to that, I say, bullshit, sir. <laughs> I love this movie, don't get me wrong. But come on, you could have cut a solid half hour of randomness out of this. But I love the randomness. It adds to it. That's that's what sets Terrifier and Art the Clown apart. It's like Art the Clown loves his job so much. His job is killing. And he just has the most fun out of anyone. You thought Freddy was having fun because of his wisecracks? He's got nothing on Art. Man, Art is having, like, the time of his life. It's so disturbing and great, and he's just happy and smiling and doing bits for who's about to die anyway. It's great. Yeah. Or he's, like, point, like, in because Art the Clown is, like, a mime. So he doesn't speak at all. It's all through, like, his face and his smiling, his eyes, his, like... He's wacky as shit, but he'll, like, start, like, nudging someone beside him, but there's no one beside him. Like, look what I did! <laughs> Dude, there was one part with the final showdown with Sienna and him where he got slammed into the wall and I heard it, ugh! And I rewound oh. it like five times to see if it was art, but it was not. I was going to say, no, no, please. The only noise I ever hear come out of his mouth in this uh, movie is when he spits on her at the end. He goes, Puh. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. 
Man, and you know, you recall we did Terrifier back in year one, and yeah. I fucking love this series. Like, I'm, I feel weird saying that, but man, I love Terrifier. So I was so oh. excited for this movie to come out, and I'm happy to say I'm not disappointed, unlike another big Halloween oh franchise. <laughs> but man, this one did not let me down and make me angry and question myself. No, Art the Clown is the new Halloween guy. Yeah, dude, it's he's earned his place up there with like the slasher greats. So I, I'm I happy rem- to see this. I remember when the first Terrifier came out, and everyone went nuts over it. Now, I also enjoyed it, but there's so many people that immediately on his first movie were like, "He's up there with Jason and Michael and Leatherface," you know, like he's up there on the Mount Rushmore. People are getting tattoos of him and stuff, and I'm like, Just "Pump the brakes. We don't know how the series is going to go." It could be immediately into, like, oh, this is horrible, bad shit. Like, bad way. Not the way we got it in this one. But now with Terrifier 2, I am more lenient to say, yeah, he's up there now. Especially, like, how brutal he is, how good the kills are. Um, His character himself is awesome. It's a killer clown, but it's not done in the regular way. And it's not a carbon copy of Terrifier. It's very different, but doesn't feel like a departure from the character at all. Right. It's just like he got more powerful almost for this year. Yeah, and they had some stuff in that I won't lie. At first, I was like, eh? But I did. I've done three watches of the sprint. On the like second and third time, I'm all in on it. I'm like, okay, I know what I'm in for. Holy shit, I love it. I love it so. I've watched it twice now. I watched it on Halloween and then just a few minutes ago. So good. And like you said, I think when we first watched and we first talked about it like days ago, it was like they immediately ramped it up to like this is their part nine. Oh, yeah, they they go all in on it and I'm fine with that. It's like if it was like Friday the 13th part two of like, okay, it's Sackhead Jason. He's brutal, but he's not quite is full Jason, and then it goes to, like, Jason goes to hell immediately for the next one. (laughs) Yeah. Also, I know we touched on it, but I don't want to let it just slide under the rug. This is the little movie that could. Holy shit. You want to talk about a movie that had no business performing as well as it did? (laughs) Little black hats off to Terrifier. What was it? A $250,000 budget. And last I saw, it's probably ended up being more, but it was like $5 box office. Yeah, I know it cleared $5 million, which is just insane when you look at, like, budget to box office. Holy shit. And just makes me so excited of, like, we have to get another one. Have there be Terrifier 10? I don't care. Have this be the next one. I would love a new slasher series, you know. Yeah, and, like, look, not even rated, like, all done from the creator's wishes, no studio interference, like, crowdfunded. This is a movie that should not have done this well when you look at all the things going into it. And it was making, like, the Today Show and stuff like oh, that. yeah. People talking about this vomit-inducing movie, <laughs> Terrifier 2, which they got lucky and someone puked during the movie. Who knows if it was even from the movie. Right. But, man, they just ran with it. Theaters started handing out barf bags. It was great. <laughs> I saw the Art the Clown barf bags. I really wanted one. It was to the point of my parents were asking me about it. Of like, what's this movie that's making people vomit? Yeah, exactly. All right. Look, I, I know we just gushed about this thing. It's because it's it's great time, especially me. Everyone has their, like, 
flavors of fear that they like the yeah. most. I am realizing the longer we go on with this podcast, I am an over-the-top gore guy. So this oh, was yeah. right up my alley. So I was very excited. Oh, I love how art turns people into human p- pinatas, basically. Yeah, so you want to get into this? Yes, let's record this fucker. All right, Terrifier 2 from 2022. Man, I know I just said you want to get into this. Real quick, (laughs) what a fucking stacked year for horror we have had, dude. I thought 2018 was good. This year, like, I think back to the new Scream we got at the beginning of the year. That seemed like it was three years ago. Man, it's insane. Like, I'm not... I don't think I'm exaggerating, because I've been putting thought into this for, like, a month now. I don't think we've seen a year like this in, like, 30 years. This is wild. Yeah, probably not since, like, the 80s. Yeah, it's just the amount coming out, the quality. You have, like, the classic and legacy sequels, so much brand new stuff. Things going to streaming, straight to video, theaters. Like, this has been a wild year for horror, to the fact, like... If this was any other year, there's so many other movies we would have covered that were, like, big and buzzworthy movies that we just didn't have the time to do. There's so much this year. And it's it's the gift that keeps on giving because, you know, we're going to be able to cover a lot more just even moving on of, like, how many times we're going to say from 2022. Yeah, so that's all. But, okay, Terrifier 2 from 2022. Written, directed, and produced. What's that spell? Edward Trifecta. From Damien Leone, you bastard. Thank you. (laughs) Alright, so it starts with basically just an extended version of the ending of the first movie, where Art wakes up in the morgue and everything. It's all this weird, like, lightning and stuff, and weird noises, so it's immediately, um, supernatural. Yeah, which we got at the first one, like, what's this? Uh, spoiler alert, they don't really explain it too much in this one either, but you know how much you care? None. And they add a shit ton more. Yes. And he takes the, like, corner guy's eye and rips it out of his head. And it has a little stringy thing behind it, and he shoves it into his own face, which I think he blew out when he shot himself at the end of Terrifier. And he writes art on the mirror in blood, and he takes the guy's wallet and takes some change out of it. Oh, yeah, and the guy's calling 911, and because it immediately starts out of the more guy is down on the ground and like dying basically he's beating bleeding from the throat and art's following him immediately like first shot you get art you know it's amazing um and then he's calling 911 but he can't speak so they're like well we've traced your call we know exactly where you are you're at the morgue you know it reminds me of like uh return of the living dead when he's like calling the ambulance it's like yeah come around back to the embalming room someone's been poisoned I immediately think of the ambulance drivers of like, oh, he tried to like embalm someone who wasn't dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he steals his change, which is comes into play in just a minute. But yeah, I love how he shoves the eye in his um missing eye hole. But then he's like, look at my eye. That's your eye. Ha ha ha. Like, <laughs> yeah, he he's gesturing like he's on a game show showing the prize. Like you you could win. Like to the eye. Yeah. Uh, next, we cut to the laundry mat because remember, this is the end of Terrifier. Like, Terrifier 1, he's covered in blood. Real, I want to also real quick mention that he grabs another black garbage bag and just fills yes. it with everything he finds in the morgue. So he's got scalpels, he's got um acid in a jar, a ton of shit. Which will come back into play big time. 
But then he's walking down, like, he grabs that, he leaves the morgue. There's all the cops running, like, going by him. He's walking down the alleyway. Like, right there, like, the cops are right there. You don't, none of them look to the left. It's like, what's that clown covered in blood? It's still Halloween, remember? It was the end of Terrifier. Oh, yeah. That's true. But still, yeah, I guess. And then he's at the laundromat, and there's a sleeping <laughs> guy there who just leaves alone. And he gets naked and puts his clothes in and uses the change to start his laundry. Then he looks at the newspaper, and there's this article about this little girl dying. And he starts laughing at it, but again, he's a mime, like, just to himself. Like, can you believe this shit, like, gesturing all over the place? It's like he's reading Garfield. Like, the lasagna again. <laughs> <laughs> then we're introduced to our most interesting new addition to Art the Clown, if you ask me. The little pale clown girl. Yes, which we do get um, part of her kind of backstory. I'm guessing it's one of Art's other victims, because her body was found at the carnival that we end up in at the end of the movie. Yes. So it's, it's like the girl at the end of the first Terrifier, how now she's on his side, I guess, that... There's some oh, we'll kind get of there. We'll get there. Oh yeah, there's some kind of supernatural thing of art can either just kill you or now you're a part of his like circle. He sees her and instantly she just like nasty watery diarrhea shits in her chair and dripping onto the floor and everything. Because at first art looks at her almost like puzzled, it looks like of like uh, who are you? And then she shits all over the place, and it cuts back to him. He has the biggest smile on his face. He's like, I also love shit! Yeah, because remember, that's his <laughs> thing. He smears shit around as one of the random little characteristics of art. Comes back later. Yes. But he goes and starts playing patty cake with her, and the guy wakes up, and I'm glad they do this because it shows, like, she's not really there. And right. Art's playing patty cake with nobody, but, like, naked with his mask still on, and this guy looks up and just sees this. I'm noping right out of there right then. I don't oh. care if my favorite t-shirt is. You know I wear that Return of the Living Dead shirt all the yeah. time. I don't care if that's in there. I'm right the fuck out. I don't care if my Slumber Party Massacre 2 t-shirt's in there. I don't care if my own t-shirt that I bought off our store before it got shut down was on there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, nope, I'm out of there. And it cuts to Art leaving, zips himself back up, and... He mops up the non-existent shit that the girl took, and you realize the handle of the broom is missing as he walks out. That missing part of the handle is in that dude's head. I want to know what kind of laundry detergent he was using to get all of that blood out of those clothes. Honestly, it looks like more like tarp material than anything else, so I don't think well, it'd yeah. be that hard. Oh, it's probably made out of that stuff like my cape's made out of, that like, it's basically plastic. Yeah, so that's probably why. Okay. Then... We've, that's our title card after so yeah. look this is the beginning of the movie let's just break this down real quick and i just want to go over some bullet points like a joe bob here yes. we have missing eye foo we have diary but for real, <laughs> we have a missing eye ripped out of a dude's head and shoved into your face we saw a little girl diarrhea shit all over the floor we saw him shove a broom handle all the after effects into a dude's head we saw a naked clown playing patty cake with nobody that's just before the title card. As you say, Brett, that's just the fucking beginning. Yeah, exactly. And it's and it I like how they set it up of it's just like, okay, it's a continuation after. This is he left the morgue, he was playing with the hole in the back of his head, and then he's like, Well, my clothes are all fucked up and I can't walk around like this. I better wash them. 
that's a that's just a wild like oh we're just in the beginning of this. Next yes. we cut to one of my favorite new final girls of all time, Sienna. Oh, yeah. She's awesome. And she's working on her costume that she's been working on for a while. She's real good at making her own stuff and everything like that. Yeah, it's like the cosplayers you see at cons where it's like they have like a 3D printer basically and everything's perfect. Yeah, played by Lauren Lavera. I just wanted to give her credit. And we cut to dinner for her family. It's just her, her mom, and her brother. The dad passed away. And Mm. Jonathan, the younger brother, we find out, wants to be Art the Clown for Halloween. And Sienna's like, what the fuck? No! That was a serial killer in our town last year. And it's funny because of how when this this movie came out and they couldn't have um, foreseen this, but they're like, you don't see people running around dressed up like Jeffrey Dahmer or the Zodiac Killer when the Dahmer series just came out. And I've seen so many Jeffrey Dahmer costumes from this past Halloween. I saw a little kid that was like three years old dressed as Dahmer pushing the little container with an arm sticking out of it. Like... <laughs> Oh my god, that poor kid's gonna be cancelled and he doesn't even know it. <laughs> but it's just that little line right there, I was like, that's kind of funny. <laughs> After dinner, Sienna to her mom, do you ever wonder about Jonathan? She's like, hey, yeah, he's basically shown all the classic serial killer signs. Yeah, like, and it comes into play later, because she's like, you're gonna find him playing with dead animals. Exactly. Her brother does come into her room later and ask her to help fix his costumes hat, and... She does, and she's like, he's like, do you ever worry about if he'll come back? He's really nervous about the clown coming back, and in his own way, him dressing up as him is like, if he runs into him, it'll, like, curry favor with him. Yeah, I love how his sister, like, completely points him out for that, and he's just kind of like, he doesn't really say anything, but it's like, yeah. I really want to quick one mention, Jonathan is a TikToker. Uh, Elliot Fulham, he's like... Uh, in, in real life, not in the movie. No, in real life, because I follow him on TikTok, and I saw him in this movie. I was like, holy shit, it's that little kid that reviews punk albums. <laughs> Dude, did you notice his room in the movie? It's, like, the most metal kid's room in the world. There, I first noticed the Metal Blades record sign, and then I'm like, yeah. wait, there's a King Diamond poster? There's a Cradle of Filth poster? And with how low budget this movie is, he probably brought bought that, like, brought that from his own house, and it's like, well, here you go. It reminded me of my room growing up. I was proud. Yes, exactly. That night, Sienna's sleeping, and we cut to my biggest example of, yeah, we could trim some time off this movie, The Clown Cafe Dream. I remember you saying this, and I love it. I like it. I don't like how long it is. I think we could have just as effective of it, and it cut down like a ton. Food's a little funny at the Clown Cafe. <laughs> Drop on by the Clown Cafe. Drop on by the Clown Cafe. Has it been stuck in your head, too? Oh, I love it. But it's one that I don't care that it's been stuck in my head. It is like, the food's not good for you, but that's okay. Come on down to the Clown Cafe. Like, the food's weird. It's like all this, like, off-putting things. Yeah, but so in her dream, like, it's almost like a children's show, like a Barney or something. Like, yeah. And the girl mascot singing about the clown cafe is like, for a guy who doesn't uh, talk, he sure makes a lot of noise. Everyone welcome. 
Art the Clown! And he pops out of this food truck and everything. And meanwhile, <laughs> there's also this nurse. I mean, not this nurse. This nun on the side next to a homeless guy ringing a bell. She's like, feed this man! Stop stuffing your faces and feed this man! I will say feed this. Feed him! <laughs> as, far, as far as dreams and movies go, this one is way more realistic than any other dream I see in a movie. Because this one, yeah, it still gets the thing like you need to worry about across, but it also has the, the all the weird, makes no sense what the fuck of an actual dream. And I'm glad they didn't put the cloudy effect over it. Like, we get it's a dream. Yeah, it's made pretty obvious pretty fast. Yeah. But Art comes out and he gives everyone presents and, like, one's popcorn, one's cotton candy, one's a caramel apple. You know, these clown foods. Gives Sienna's hers and it's, like, a beating heart in a box with shit and worms. It's so great because Sienna, like, wakes up in the dream and she's dressed as, like, uh, Wendy from Wendy's (laughs) with the hair. And she's like, oh, fuck. And she recognizes Art the Clown, of course. And he's trying to hand her this present. And she's like, no. And he keeps being like, huh? And she's like, no. And he's like, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> And he, she's finally like, okay. It's like wrapped in dirty newspaper. And like you said, they open it up and it's a heart with maggots and earthworms that I believe they use these exact same bunch and like two or three other scenes because it's always like the same amount of worms it seems they're like we have these six worms and these ten maggots like don't let anything happen to them we have to keep using them (laughs) I wonder if they're actually real then or if they're like a prop that like can wiggle around and stuff because of that they looked real they did but Art decides it's time to start killing, and he mows <laughs> down all the people there with a Tommy gun as Sienna's trying to crawl away through the jungle gym she's sitting on. And then she lights the he lights the guitar girl on fire as she's still playing, <laughs> and it's just madness. These are a lot of the cool shots you actually saw from the trailer or in this scene right here. Yeah, I love the banjo girl. She keeps playing, even though she's on fire. Um you would not expect Todd, like the I would, didn't expect him to whip out a Tommy gun from like a 1930s gangster movie and mow everyone <laughs> down. But she crawls over to this boy sitting with a cereal box, like their Art Krispies, reaches in and pulls out like razor blades, bugs, and cereal, like her hands all cut up. Reaches in again as Art's coming towards her and pulls out the sword that she has. Art shoots the flamethrower at her. She blocks it with the fire. Wakes up. Okay, dreams over. But holy shit, her wings she was working on for her costume are, like, blazing on fire, not just, like, set on fire. Yes, and she, like, tries to put it out for a second, but it's also, like, the candle is almost the flamethrower, because the flame is shooting up real high. And she goes and grabs mom, and I feel so bad for this mother. She's done with everything. Like, her husband (laughs) died. Her son is Jeffrey Dahmer in the making. Her daughter is now trying to set the house on fire, she's thinking. Everything is like, you gotta be kidding me! Like, she gets no breaks in any of this movie. No, not at all. um, Was it the opening scene when she's cooking breakfast and she's also on like a headset talking to a woman like as a telemarketer and then she's burning breakfast and she's like, fuck, bitch. It's like, no, not you, (laughs) ma'am. 
Yeah, the mom comes in, puts it out. She's yelling at her, like, what the hell, Sietta, like, leaving candles by the chemical? She goes, I didn't leave any candles on. Of course, that's she's not going to believe that, obviously. Yeah. But also, we cut back now to Art making his murder toys for this year. Oh, yeah. And it's great because it's not like, you know, it's some giant elaborate thing of like, oh, it's a razor glove thing with knives. Or it's like this huge chainsaw. It's like a table leg. And he's, like, sawing pieces of, like, uh, uh, knives and forks down. And there's also nails. And this is going to be his big weapon for the day. Yeah, he also makes a scalpel and scissor whip. Yeah, which is really cool and is an awesome scene later. And little clown girl whips out a tiny television, a vintage television, which I wanted so goddamn bad. I'm so mad they broke it. Um, it's like uh, Joe Bob talked about the Himikuda they blew up in Phantasm 2. It's like, I want that TV! Um, but the interview with the survivor from Terrifier 1 uh, is playing on the television. They're both like laughing at it and whatnot. And then, what's they say? Something about, like, oh no, Art the Clown is definitely dead. And he kicks the television in. Which is the very opening to Terrifier 1. So it's playing with the time a little bit here. Okay. Yeah, that's remember, another like, it, thing. It starts um, with a tiny TV. Oh, it did? Yeah, because okay. I remember I said I thought it was like a production logo, but it was just a very tiny TV. Oh, okay. Um, I also believe this takes place in 2018 then, because they're talking about uh, the first Terrifier is 2017, and this is the one-year anniversary. Yeah, because the beginning, like, you have the whole beginning interview thing is like one year ago. Yeah. Exactly. Next, we cut to school, and Jonathan's friends find this dead possum behind the dumpster, and they scare a girl with it, and then Felissa Rose herself is a teacher that comes yelling at all of them. Yeah, and it's so good, because immediately you see her, and, and she's like, Hey! What are you doing over there? And here she comes. It's her, like, one little scene, but it's great. I love Felissa Rose a lot. Don't get me wrong. She's been super nice to me and you personally. Yeah. But... I've been hearing this hyped up that Felissa Rose is in Terrifier 2 for years. And this was it. And I was very excited to see her. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But I was like, oh, really? That was it? Maybe more in Terrifier 3? I doubt it. But, like, I even asked her about Terrifier 2. And who knows? Maybe she's on set more. And yeah. she was kind of hyping it up to me. But I'm like, wait a second now that I watched it. <laughs> I was hoping for more. Jonathan and Hall sees Art and the creepy girl clown playing with the possum entrails. Oh. And Brett, this is the first scene that, like, truly grossed me out in the movie. Oh, yeah, where she's, like, holding it like a baby and then passes it to Art. And Art basically, like, shoves his hand up inside of it and starts pulling the guts out. And they're both, like, clapping and laughing at each other. And then Jonathan drops the Hall pass and they both look at him. <laughs> yeah. And then they throw it at him, Art does, and then they disappear. I So, alright, let's break down the clown girl thing for a second. Okay. We established when that man in the laundromat woke up, he could only see Art, not the little girl. Right. Jonathan and Sienna are the only characters in the whole movie who see the little girl. Other than Art, yes, right. Yeah, and Art. Which makes me think, which I'll get to more later on, I think Art has a connection to these two not oh, just yeah. random. Well, especially because um, it it keeps coming into play throughout the movie. But uh, they're, um, Jonathan and Sienna's dad had like a brain tumor. 
and then he was they said he was getting like really weird and abusive towards the end and then he drank an entire bottle of Jack Daniels and drived into a transformer and killed himself. Yes. Um but he has this art book cuz he was this amazing artist and he's drawing uh murder scenes that we've seen play out. He's drawing But that would not clown. have happened for him yet. Yes. Yeah. Which you said the entire time you were thinking that oh Arthur Clown's going to be their dad. I still think it actually might be. I'm it not positive. Be. I'm not like dying on this hill. I bet in Terrifier Three we might find out that Art the Clown is some evil version of their dad. Not like yeah. and not even aware of it or anything. But that explains the connection why they can see the things too. How the dad knew about Art and was drawing him and stuff like that. Or Art the Clown is some kind of weird demon thing that likes clowns and possess the yeah. dad's corpse and that's what's walking around because yeah. art does have these really fucked up like black teeth yeah now i could be completely missing that like i said i'm not dying on that hill either i'm not confident in that but it is <laughs> something i'm still hanging on to it would make sense why these two are special yes but he gets the possum thrown at him. One of the teachers sees him run away, and they see the dead possum on the floor. So, of course, next scene, police are dropping Jonathan off back at home, and he's getting ripped into by his mom. Yeah, well, yeah, because she's like, just that morning, uh, the sister, uh, his sister was like, he, he's going to be playing with dead animals and blah, blah, blah. And her, her, uh, her mom's like, no, like, she, he's just into weird stuff, like... You'll get over it. Like, remember when you were really little and your dad caught you cutting the heads off of minnows and shit? It's like, it's just a kid thing. He'll outgrow it. 24, less than 24 hours later, he's caught in school playing with a dead possum. Exactly. There, she's like, you literally got caught red-handed. <laughs> yes. Next scene is Sienna at this Halloween store because her wings she made burn up in the fire, so she's buying store-bought wings for her costume. This is one of the best scenes in the movie, and it's not even gory in the slightest. Oh no, yeah, I enjoy the, like, uh, suspense in the scene. Of, yeah, it's Terrifier 2 isn't just gore, 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 because I've said before, like, I don't like the later Saw movies, and that's all those are. You know? Where this one also brings in this kind of thing of, oh shit, when's he going to do something? And it's a lot longer than you would think. And let's not kid ourselves, it's still plenty of that. Yes. And mainly that, but it adds all the other stuff too. Right. But, so she's shopping, she runs into, she's with her friend Allie who goes outside on a phone call. She's downstairs, runs into Art, and like kind of sneaks past him, she's all terrified. Goes to pay, and she's stumbling with her stuff, checking out, and she's like, I think I left my bag downstairs, because she nukes the hell out of there when she saw Art, and then Art just slams her bag, like, giving it to her on the register and walks away, and Art <laughs> goes back to the sunglasses rack while she's checking out, and is just trying on all these sunglasses. Every time she turns around, he has a different pair on and posing differently. One of them are the springy ones with the eyes, one of them are the sunflowers that we've seen leading up to the movie. The picture for Terrifier 2, the picture for this episode, I really hope you pick the art with the sunflower glasses. I can do that. That's what I want. I was like, that's perfect. That sums up the movie. You've never made a request before. I'd be mean to ignore it. I saw, I saw that picture before I saw the movie. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, where, where, how does this fit in? But here's where it comes to a head. <laughs> the guy's like, I gotta 
let me go grab you a big bag for these. Uh, she's like, no, 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 no. Like, oh, no, no problem at all. So he leaves with her wings, and now she's standing there with the weird clown guy. Oh, real quick, before that, I love when he has, like, the party whistle thing, the thing in his mouth, and he blows on it, and the guy's like, hey, sir, you have to pay for that if you're going to put it in your mouth. And he just, like, deflates it, and it falls out of his mouth. Like, he looks all embarrassed, <laughs> Art. He, like, spits it out. He's like, oh, I didn't know. I only have enough for the horn. <laughs> but while the guy's getting her bag, Art has the horn, and he tiptoes, like, very, like, old Disney cartoon style up to her, and, like, is reaching towards her face with the horn, and this is nothing scary, he literally just honks it, but it's like a oh. jump scare when he honks it right next to her head. Because Sienna's like, please, don't, like, I know what you're gonna do, don't do it, and he's just like, honk, 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 honk. And finally, the guy comes back and says, like, hey, dude, leave her alone. <laughs> yeah, but she leaves, and then, like, can I help you with anything, sir? And Art just walks towards the front of the store, changes the open-close sign around, and then goes in, and he's like, hey, we're about to close up. Are you all set? Pushes the horn over to him, and he gives him his total, puts his finger up, like, one second, reaches down into his murder bag, and yeah. starts getting dollars out, and, like, well, coins. He picks up one, it's, oh, he wanted a quarter, it's a dime, puts it back. He's very animated with the whole thing. He, like, puts, like, he's going through his bag. He, like, puts down this large chain. And then, like, a wooden mallet. And then, like, a rusty cleaver. And the guy's front, like, dude, I'm gonna call the cops. And Art pops up, he's like, no, 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 I got the money. He's like, look. But it's, like, covered in blood also. Did you notice that? Yes. And the guy's, like, straight up, dude, leave. I'm not kidding. And then... Art takes the old glass beer bottle that he pulled out and smashes it on the guy and starts just beating him down, pulls him across the counter, uses a meat cleaver to decapitate his head, oh. like, hack at a time, into the forehead once, then chops off the head. It's brutal. And it's great. It holds on the shot of you see him getting decapitated. And like you said, he gets a, like gets in the head first, and then he gets decapitated, but the head wound's still bleeding. Like, I want to know how they did this on this budget. I'll say this about Damien Leone. When most directors would have most of the gore, and then they would cut away for like the big thing and then show the ending, he does no such thing. He holds longer then. He doesn't cut away at all. Oh, which I enjoy, because every other movie does that. Because what do they always say? Oh, whatever you imagine is going to be worse than whatever we can show you. Not necessarily, because there's some fucked up shit in this that I would never have imagined. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan at home shows Sienna the, her dad's sketchbook, which in the middle has a bunch of, like, newspaper clippings of, like, art crimes and things like that from before and then like drawings of art and the victims and stuff like that. I was like, what was this and everything? And, but right then the mom comes in and tells Sienna about the possum. She's like, you were right. I should have listened to you. <laughs> well, also it's um, because Jonathan's doing all this research and whatnot and about art, the clown and different serial killers and stuff. And it's cool. Cause he brings up the one art, the clown, um, article on his computer and you see pictures of the two girls from the first one and whatnot. I was like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I was glad they got a credit for it too. I saw. Oh, good. Like, cause I guess they came in to pose for new pictures for it. So they got added in the actor's credits. Oh, okay. Next we cut to Sienna's friend, Allie's house, who was at the costume store with her earlier and arts trick or treating at her house. And oh. he knocks, she's like, aren't you that creepy guy from the store? And nods his head. Yes. He's like, oh, uh -huh. you are. Like, yes, yeah, sorry, no candy for adults, bye, and shuts the door on him. 
He's just a captive giant. He's so happy to be trick-or-treating, and he shoves his uh, garbage bag out. And she's like, no, no candy for adults. And he's doing the thing where he's shoving the bag at her, like, give me candy. And then she shuts the door on him. He's ringing the bell and knocking. And she opens it up like, really, dude? And he's like, with the bag again. And she's like, so if I give you candy, you'll leave. He's like, and she's just like picks up candy and throws it at him. It's like, there, there you go. There's your candy. But then she peeks inside the bag and just sees that it's filled with murder. (laughs) Yeah, she sees all the weapons, but just shuts the door, locks it and looks out and sees him walking away, like presumably onto another house. Right. Back to Sienna, she sees the talk show attack, like the news talking about it from the first movie, where Victoria from the first movie, with her face all torn up, attacked the mean talk show lady. And, yes. But then she hears the news anchor talk to her, just like you, Sienna, and she freaks out and then realizes she must have imagined it. Yeah, it's a lot of weird stuff like that that gets played with in this, but it's not done in a stupid Halloween called a thorn way. It's like, oh, okay, no. it's interesting. She takes a shower and works on her costume. She's ready for the night. Oh, which, speaking of, I the other day, Jason Bloom tweeted out, like, should I start a cult? And I was like, cult of thorn? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Do it. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> Never, please. No. <laughs> He's done enough damage. <laughs> but Allie, the friend from trick-or-treating, is getting the trick-or-treated at her house is getting ready. She hears a noise downstairs. She goes down and the sliding glass door has been smashed in and Art is in the kitchen just getting a glass of water and she's standing there <laughs> rightfully terrified. Yeah, and she has, so, I guess she's just frozen in fear because she had so many opportunities to like run away where she, he wouldn't see her. I think he knew she was there the whole time. He's doing his gimmick that he does for everybody. He puts on a show. Oh, true. Because he sees her and he's like, with what's he have, like knives? <laughs> yeah, he has a scalpel right there. Yeah, which a lot better use of the, because like Michael Myers in Halloween 2, in the, hol- in the original Halloween 2, has the scalpel instead of the giant cool butcher knife. And it's kind of like a letdown. Art the Clown with the scalpel is like the greatest thing in the world. Oh, yeah, which we will get to pretty much right now, because she takes off running upstairs, Art gives chase, and gets in, and right away grabs her. And then we have the eye slice, almost instantly. Vertical slice, forehead to cheek, over the eye. Great. Amazing love and eye thing. Yeah. And then, holy shit. Like I said, I kind of been desensitized to the eye stuff. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Eye attack, whatever. This is something I was not expecting to be traumatized by, where he gets the surgical scissors and fucking cuts, when I say her head, I don't mean a decapitation, like, scalps her and pulls her, like, head off, like, the skin and the skull exposing her brain? Yeah, well, like, yeah, the skull, is is it the skull that's exposed, right, or is it the brain? I'm not sure, it is all bloody and nasty, I couldn't tell. Yeah, but it and the, it just goes so extreme. Like you said, like usually you'd see like, oh, they cut the forehead, and you'd see the body later laying there with no scalp. No, you see the scalp get torn off. She's screaming the entire time. She, that actress does an amazing job selling this. 
Yeah, he, she goes under the bed, he cuts her back with a scalpel, like, the whole way across, and then stabs a bunch of times. She, oh. He breaks her arm, and then just oh. keeps snapping it side to side, and takes it off at the elbow. It's like, you've had a lot of fires at your house. It's like if you get a piece of wood that won't break the first time, and you just bend it back and forth till it breaks off. That's what he does. Then he takes her other hand, and peels it from, like, the middle finger down... Um, well, like, no, you know, like, Sp- you're a Star Trek guy, so you'll get this. Yeah, you know like the Spock. thing Spock does? Yeah, yeah. except he just keeps pulling. And she's just laying there still screaming the whole time. <laughs> and he slashes her a bunch of times, you see the blood fly on the wall, and he leaves. You're like, okay, he's done. Oh, nope! Because yes. oh. her phone's ringing, Sienna's calling. She's crawling towards her. Remember, she only has one arm, and that's all fucked up. And she's a bloody mess with no scalp, like, crawling for her phone. You think she's about to get it. And then here comes Art running back into the room with fucking bleach and salt. Yeah, and which I was thinking, like, okay, he let... Because he will sometimes just mutilate and leave. No, he yeah. comes running back in with two of the worst things, where he dumps a ton of bleach all over her. She's screaming because it burns. Then he's, like, sprinkling salt over her. He's, like, making it rain with the salt he puts in his hand and throws it up in the air and laughs and smiles and plays in it. He, like, packs some of it into her wound, like people do with meat. <laughs> It's fucking insane. Oh, and it gets worse. Let me read this to you, like, word for word from my notes for a second, okay? Okay. Eye slice, scalped, back sliced, stabbed, arm torn off, other arm split, slash, leaves, crawls for phone, returns, salt and bleach, face rip. <laughs> because here we go, he's not done yet, grabs her face like, like a, what's it called, like a fish hook, like on the inside of her mouth, and just yeah. tears half of it off. And her skull's exposed now. She's half what a skull. What the hell? And, she looks like the abominable Dr. Fives. Yeah, she does. <laughs> I will have my wife back after this organ solo. <laughs> Man, we get two movies watched in this movie. And I know you're a huge fan of both of them. And here's the first one. Because yes. Sienna's mom is watching Night of the Living Dead. And it's the Barbara and Johnny scene. Very big fan. And Sienna oh, shows yeah. off her costume. You saw Russ Striner show up. I was just like, oh, it's him. He does the line. Earlier, they were watching House on Haunted Hill as well. Yes, true. And Sienna comes down to show off the costume, and the mom does a it's very revealing thing at first, but then as she goes to leave, she's like, Dad would have loved it. I love Sienna's like, really? I've spent three months making this, and that's the only thing you can say? And Mom's like, it looks very nice, but it's quite revealing. Like, when did Halloween become all about sex? It's like, how old are you, Mom? Like, you're not that old. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But she like, okay, have fun tonight. Don't drink. I don't even drink, Mom. Be careful. Allie's mom, the girl who was just attacked, yeah. comes home to find... She finds, like, all the stuff, like, broken downstairs. She goes upstairs and finds Art just carving up Allie's leg like a fucking turkey on the bed. As Allie yeah. goes, Mom! And dies. And the mom screams. Did you notice he completely skinned the one arm down to the bone? Like, it's just, yeah. like, bloody bone laying there. He's, like, cutting her leg to pieces. And then, like you said, the like, she starts, like, this is the worst thing you could think a parent could see. No. Because you're, the mom was, like, probably at least, like, okay, she's dead. No. She wakes up. It's like, Mom. It's like, holy shit. This just got way worse. How is oh, she yeah. still alive? Like, <laughs> 
I think she dies right after, because you see her head drop down. Yeah, but it's still that moment of, like, that has to be the worst feeling for that mom of, like, okay, now, like, she's still alive for a second, and she's like, Mom, help me, and then dies. Like, you could have died a minute sooner and saved me some trauma. <laughs> we cut to the party next, but just introducing the party, we meet her friend from earlier, Brooke, and her boyfriend, Jeff, who I think is the ghost from Halloween at first. Like, yes, he has the glasses over the ghost costume. I noticed that, because he does. He has the glasses over the sheet ghost costume. And I was like, eh, it's Halloween! I love how this builds up Halloween so much in this movie, because there's trick-or-treating, there's the big Halloween party where everyone's dressed up, you know. Yeah. Um, next, we cut to some trick-or-treaters going to, through, to all the houses, and they stop at Allie's house where Art oh. is, and they knock, and Art comes out with a bowl that is Allie's mom's head sawed off at the top with candy in it, and all the kids are like, ew, but the, the parents are just like, oh, that's a really cool, like, decoration there, and the one girl's like, why is mine sticky? The mom's like, oh, it's just fake blood, it's okay, just put it in your bag. I love the, like, one kid is like, Nito! It's like, I could see me coming to that house being like, I like your costume, mister! He's just <laughs> like, uh-huh! <laughs> uh, Sienna and Jonathan's mom at home tries making peace with Jonathan. She's like, hey, it's early, I have a ton of candy left downstairs, you want to come watch a movie? But he's not having it. And he tries showing her the sketchbook again, like, look, I'm not crazy! And the mom rips up the sketchbook, and she's like, I don't want any of this, your dad was sick at the end of his life, and... Jonathan's like, you're such a bitch! And she slaps him, and he runs away. Yeah. And then we cut to her going downstairs to the garage because she has to go somewhere, and her car is trashed. We see her, she goes to, like, the cupboard. And this scene reminded me of um, Rick and Morty, the one scene where the mom was, like, pouring wine and crying at the same time. She, like, takes a pill and, like, pours this giant glass of wine and takes, like, a drink of it, and it's just like, ah, god damn it. And it's like yeah. you said, there's this huge crash. She goes to the garage, drops her wine because the entire car is covered in shaving cream and toilet paper. There's a pumpkin smashed on the hood and there's bitch written in the shaving cream on it. Yeah. So who do you think did that? Who just called her a bitch? Right. Sienna at the party is having a real good time. She's, oh, she's feeling the walls. She's like, this wall feels so good. And you find out her friend put some molly in it. Yes, which... That's a great I, thing to do without telling people. Yeah, one time, years and years ago, I did molly in high school. And it is very much of a... I was very like, this feels nice. I did it at a haunted house. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a perfect place to do I, it. <laughs> I was one of the scarers. <laughs> um... Jonathan, remember he ran away, but he sees the art, the clown van, and he sees the creepy clown girl, and her eyes are glowing yellow, and so he takes off back yeah. home. Oh, did you notice the van also? It's all black except the hood, which is white, so it's the art van. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Um, Sienna calls her mom back, like, oh shit, I have like 16 missed calls, and she like makes peace with her mom, like, so you're drunk, aren't you? She's like, no, I'm sorry, I love you, I don't tell you enough, take it easy on Jonathan, that doesn't sound like him. Kind of calms the mom down for a second. Well, and she then goes the out. mom is like, I'm sorry for calling you. Go enjoy your party. It's like, yeah, leave me alone. Deal with your kid. Like, I'm just your daughter. Why are you calling me about, like, do you know what your brother did? I could give a shit. I'm out having fun. Tell me when I'm home. 
I can kind of get it if you saw that much mess on your car. You just need to tell somebody. She seems close with her daughter, so that's probably why. Like, I don't think it's a, you need to answer now, but I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I had to call someone right now. And then, but then she like yells at her. It's like, what do you want me to do? Because I love it's the thing of, are you drunk? And she's like, I thought we were talking about Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's good at the end of the call, and the mom goes out to start cleaning the car, and she cleans the windshield first, or the windows, and as she's cleaning it, <laughs> like, you see what's inside the car, and it's art with the cutest sawed-off shotgun I've ever oh. seen. This thing is like a pistol, <laughs> like it's so sawed-off. Somehow, it's that short. <laughs> yes, and of course, remember, Art the Clown, this this ain't your daddy slasher, he'll use guns. Oh, yes. He, he's not going to stab you with the gun. He'll actually shoot people. But, yeah, he shoots her head off. Yeah, pretty much. There's a little it, bit of the back left. It hits the wall behind her and, like, falls. Yeah, and so that happens. And then Jonathan comes home and he's like, Mom, because he's freaking out. And he gets to the kitchen and sees the mom's body, like, set up at the table. And then Art comes out ringing a dinner bell with a fucking apron carrying out some mashed potatoes brett this is disturbing as all hell he's i love scoops, it <laughs> he scoops some potatoes onto the mom's plate and then shoves them into i can't even call it the face it's where the face would have been yeah like the face hole where not the mouth the hole that is now in her face and he turns to jonathan's like laughing and whatnot he's having a great time jonathan's like Holy fucking shit! It does, he runs away. <laughs> yeah, and then Art catches him and injects him with something that knocks him out. Yes. Um. By the way, at the party, Sienna saw the clown girl and had like a panic attack, so they've left at this point. Brooke and Jeff are driving her home, but she gets a call from Jonathan. It's like, my, I need your help. I'm lost. My friends left me at the carnival. I'm stuck. And it cuts to who's saying it, and it's the clown girl imitating Jonathan's voice. Jonathan's voice in this is just so funny because it's like, help me. I I went with my friends to the carnival and they left me. Help. My phone's about to die. <laughs> they get there and Sienna gets out looking for him because he's not at the entrance like she told him to be. And he she texts him like, where are you? And you get, I'm stuck. Where are you? The Terrifier, which was just a fun name to get the title into the movie. Yeah, I enjoy it. Uh, the Terrifier is the ride that, I mean, like the haunted house that you'll see at old carnivals. By the way, this carnival is abandoned. It's been shut down after the little girl died there. Right. Cut back to, like, because it's like her going in, Sienna going into now the Terrifier, which one little tiny thing I did notice is that the Terrifier logo is CGI'd over where it I saw that too. Be. Yes. It's like the pumpkins and all i'll say is the pumpkins and halloween ends i was like those are fake it's probably because it was a real haunted house thing and they just needed to put that over there instead of whatever it was actually called it's a lot cheaper to do that than make a sign for a one second thing yeah and look you know me always a practical guy I can forgive this when you yes. look at how much everything else was practical in this. Oh, yeah. It, it, you barely notice it, but I did notice it, uh, so I did have to point it out. Brooke and Jeff are in the car doing coke, and so what do you think is going to happen to this overly sexual, drug-using couple in a horror movie? She's already on, ex uh, on Molly, which is basically ecstasy, and then um, 
he gives her coke and they're like making out and he starts to like get real handsy and she's like oh no she gets a phone call i think no he goes to take a piss oh yeah well yeah he's like i gotta go take a pee pee (laughs) yeah he goes out and then she sees his shirt by the way says just the tip and it has like the michael myers butcher knife with a little bit of blood on the end i have that sticker (laughs) <laughs> she looks at the window and written in the window says just the tip and she's like what he's back there taking a piss and art stabs him in the dick oh god yeah he, and multiple times over and over again and she starts screaming art pulls his dick off and is like yeah, rubbing it, it on the window <laughs> yeah slams it on the window like you will never get this and she's freaking out <laughs> Like, she tries to start driving, so she hops over into the seat right next to where Art's slamming the decapitated penis, and she tries to turn the car on. Art smashes the window, pulls her out. She cuts her leg somehow in the process, but she does escape. She kicks him and gets away, and Art's following her. I enjoy that little detail that she cut her leg getting pulled out of the broken glass window. Because how many times have we seen the killer break the glass in the window, pull the person out, not a scratch on them? No, there would be shards of glass that would cut your leg. Nice attention to detail. Yes. Art's fall owner, and she runs to the haunted house, just coincidentally, I think. And, which is the worst place to run when you're being chased by a murder clown. Oh, this is also where I want to point out. of This movie isn't like, okay, um, like I think of Halloween 4, the uh, general store scene when they go in and Michael grabs the mask, and this is when Jamie is... uh looking for her clown costume and you get quick shots of like all these cool masks and like a wall of Halloween stuff. That stuff was real Halloween stuff. Cause there's people online that collect to like recreate that one little scene in there. Like how I have a video store in my room. They have like yeah. the little Michael Myers scene from part four of yeah. you see a spirit Halloween animatronics in here that I've seen in spirit Halloween. Oh, I think this was a real haunted house, like carnival attraction, like a haunt. Like, this looks legit. And there's, like, another scene, like, when they were at the costume store, there's certain decorations I saw that I've, like, I've seen that out in stores myself. And it's a nice little added thing of, like, it makes it feel more real. Yeah, for sure. It's not, like, 100% spit and polished, like, the perfect Hollywood haunted house, you know? And it makes it feel more real and lived in that way. Yeah. But Brooke ends up in the nasty bathroom of the haunted house, oh. which is nastier than I think it actually was because Art has smeared shit all over the place. Yeah, and Art's a fecal filiac. <laughs> she picks up like a bat or something. She's got to defend herself. Art's holding his murder bat in his hand, but has his other hand behind his back with the acid that he got at the very beginning of the movie oh. and just and he- throws it on her face. It's a great, it's so amazing because yeah, she picks up a board that has like a screw sticking out of it. That's important for later. And then Art has like the giant bat he made, like showing it off in his right hand. And then, like you said, behind his back, he has the acid and he even like goes like dink, dink, on the glass to show us like, huh? Yes. <laughs> and then her face starts melting off. You see like, uh, pus bubbles coming out of her face. Like, he loves mutilating faces more than anything, I think. Because he starts then, like, beating the fuck out of her. He, like, hits her leg with the wooden bat with all the shit sticking out of it and slices the fuck out of it. 
but this is actually a pretty quick kill for him. I've the other ones go on way longer because she like flips around and he immediately like caves in her chest with this thing and like rips her chest open and pulls out her still beating heart. Still not metal enough. He takes a bite of it. Of course. Because he's also cannibalistic, as we've seen in both movies. Yes, it's just like, it kid like, okay, brutal. We have to make it more brutal. Okay, he rips the chest open, rips the heart out. Okay, how do we make it even more brutal? The heart's still beating! Okay, one more step. He takes a bite! <laughs> <laughs> they take all those steps, too. Oh, I love it! Uh, Sienna finds um, Brooke's body, and then Art steps in between her and the exit... Jonathan's behind Art. Sienna sees him like run. Jonathan takes off, and then we get the bathroom beat down. Art just yes. beats the shit out of her here, and she's left well, for dead. And he goes after Jonathan. This is where she grabs that board with the screw in it, and he she like stabs in his back, and Jonathan gets away. Then is like yeah, the big bathroom beat down of like okay, she must be gone for. Let's go after the kid. Yeah, he gets Jonathan, starts scalping his face, and then. He's like mocking him as he's like in pain and everything. As Sienna yeah. sneaks up he's behind like, him, doing the like, oh, you're crying thing with like his like <laughs> uh, fists in front of his eyes, doing the back and forth motion. <laughs> Sienna sneaks up behind him with the spiky bat and takes it right to his head, which drops him, but he makes no like. You don't think he's even dead because he's still clearly there. Oh, he's just yeah. having trouble grabbing the bat. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's, like, got his arm behind him trying to grab the bat to, like, get it out of his head. He's, like, mildly annoyed. I want to compliment the music on this part, too. Because okay. it very much reminded me of, like, an old-school Carpenter synth score going on with a lot of this. Oh, I enjoy the synth, for sure, yeah. Uh, Sienna and Jonathan both run, and they stop for a second, like, you're hurt. And Jonathan says, it's what Daddy saw. I think you're the only one that can stop him. They get to this, like church room of the haunt with all these hooded mannequins and pews this is look i think these characters make pretty smart decisions for horror movie characters in general but this is the dumbest one because they're like you stay here (laughs) one even going into the room but you stay here i'm gonna go ahead and check just stay together check together yeah what's gonna be the five feet between you what does that matter but obviously one of the hooded figures stands up and it's Art while Jonathan's in there. And he, he starts smiles. blade whipping. Yeah. He starts blade whipping Jonathan and Sienna hears and runs and jumps over him like to cover him. And she's getting yeah. the blade whip now. Which is an awesome big sister. Yes. But her costume to the rescue, the whip gets caught in her costume and she rips it out and then starts attacking Art with it. Yeah. And she stabs this like metal post right through his head. And this is where you think he's down, but still not down for the count. He starts choking her. It's a great scene because she's whipping him with like the it's the scissors on the rope. And at one point they all get stuck in his face and they get ripped out. So now his face has all these gouges in it. And then, like you said, she he's like kind of down and he, she grabs the rebar and shoves it through his head and he goes down. And it reminds me of so many parts of this movie remind me of the Halloween series. And I think they did that on purpose because she goes to the doorway and like leans against it like Laurie Strode in the first one. And then Art comes back. Yeah, definitely. But when he's choking her, Jonathan gets his tiny shotgun and like cocks it. <laughs> Art stops and looks and it, it's just... He puts his hands up like, okay, I surrender. And there is a long pause. And then I'm so happy he pulled the trigger. Jonathan just 
blam, shoots him. As Art puts his hands up and smiles, he's like, blink, 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 blink. <laughs> like, and then luckily, like he said, Jonathan shoots him in the chest. He goes flying back. But it was just his reaction of just like, I give up. Like, I'm okay. Like, bad as eyes. <laughs> Sienna must pass out here because she has this mom dream and her moms are talking to her. Everything's okay. She's like, oh, Jonathan told you like she's dead. And then you hear Jonathan yell, get away from her. That's not mommy. And she turns like in the clown version of mom with the glowing yellow eyes. That reminds me. Thank you for bringing that up. I hate that fucking Jonathan calls his mom mommy throughout the entire thing. He, they even say in the thing he's 12. I was not calling my mom mommy at 12. He's like, that's not mommy. And even later, it's like, mommy's mad at me. It's like, what's wrong with you? It did seem a weird choice, didn't it? It's like he's trying to play like he's like seven years old. But it's like, they say your age in the movie and you don't look seven. Yeah. She wakes up and Art is standing over Jonathan at this time. And Sienna is thrown literally through the floor and falls into the basement. Okay. This is like hell in the cell, taker mankind, Pittsburgh. <laughs> Look at you getting the wrestling reference in and on me. Well done. I know Mick Foley. Hell yeah, I'm not complaining. But here's where we have to differentiate between real and fake yeah. for a minute. Like what's in her head. Because she hits the floor. And I think that's all that legit happens to her. Because Art comes down and kicks her into this dunk tank that's at Clown Cafe. She falls through the floor into a, like, dungeon with red light everywhere. I do think that's real. I think that's like a basement thing. I think that's real. She fell there. There's a hole in the ground, but it's like, you know, if, like, you'll see, like, um, think about an Ed Wood when Ed calls up Vampira and she's sitting at her makeup desk and it's like, uh, I don't want to go date with you. But she has the mirror behind her with all the light bulbs. Yeah, like that on the floor. It's that on the floor, yeah, which makes sense because it's like a uh, clown, like, performer type thing. Yeah. But she's kicked into that, which is like a dunk tank back yeah. to Clown Cafe, and you see all the bloody Clown Cafe people there, <laughs> and some weird tentacle reaches up and grabs her legs. Not going to place you're thinking, people. But she's, uh. like stuck in, <laughs> she's stuck in the tank. So, in my head, none of that part's actually going on. She's just knocked out on the ground in the subfloor thing yeah because the it's really weird it's like i don't it's uh, the only way i could explain it if this is an actual thing is that art is interdimensional and this is the portal to like his dimension where the clown cafe is and this is his own little world that he lives in like when it's not halloween i think it's just like the weird psychic link in their head and she's like imagining it type deal. Most- most likely, yeah. Because the banjo lady's still dancing around in a circle on fire. <laughs> yes. Also, what's, what is the tentacle? It's never explained. It's just a tentacle coming out of the floor that she, like, later rips apart and, like, is freed by. But it's not like the, you see the rest of the octopus or it's, like, trying to pull her deeper or anything. It's just holding her there. Like, it's just a tentacle. It's just evil dream stuff. Yeah. Jonathan wakes up to Art munching on his hand. I mean, yeah. on his leg. Oh, it's so great because um, Art goes up to Jonathan and is doing like the snapping in his like ear. And he's like, 
clapping in his face and is like smacking his cheek. And then finally, like, yeah, Jonathan starts to like rouse some. Art's like gnawing on his hand. Jonathan's trying to get away. Then Art like grabs his legs and is like eating his leg. <laughs> yeah, he yells for Sienna, which wakes her up. Her her and the sword start glowing. She frees herself from the tank well, from the tentacle thing and right. climbs out of it. Because she got stabbed by the sword by Art, yes. and that's when she got tossed into the clown mirror tank thing. Yeah, which but I that, don't think she really got stabbed by it because the wound from it heals when she starts glowing. But also, is that just the sword has powers, and so does she, and it heals her? I don't know, because the sword <laughs> is her dad's, and their dad's connected somehow. Maybe, I don't her, know. maybe her dad is the sword. Maybe. <laughs> but she climbs out. In this badass shot of her lifting herself back onto the floor with that Art and Jonathan are on, and she stabs Art with the sword and just starts slashing away at him, and <laughs> it's big music buildup. You know, this is the final showdown, and then she just cuts his head right off. She slashes. She like does. She uses the sword as like an axe and does like one chop to his neck, and like he does. He turn around and then he's. It's almost like he knows what's going to happen, so he just like smiles and lets it happen, and she gets decapitated. <laughs> I feel like he knows what's coming, and no one cares. In a little bit, he doesn't care. Yeah, but then a uh, clown girl comes up and it's just like oh no like but it's not even like oh no because she picks up art's head and puts it to her ear and it's like he's whispering to her because she's like giggling and then she walks away with the head right yes yeah and the siblings hug and then credits um there's a post credit scene but real quick i want to talk about the clown girl for a second she really is like 10 or 12 years old and when they auditioned her and like just do something creepy like creep us out like and she did the facial expressions and stuff and that's how she got hired so i'm saying she is so good they better hurry up with terrifier three because i don't want them to replace her no she is awesome i love her hair super fucked up she has like a ponytail but it's in like the weirdest spot of her head (laughs) yes she's doing the amazing art the clown smile like with all the fucked up teeth like the play beside David uh, Howard Thornton, who's like an actual professional mime before he became art, it, and she like sticks with him. It's really good. Yeah, she does great. One, I'm concerned for the kid being on this <laughs> set, but she does great. <laughs> oh, yeah. We get credits and quickly go into a post credit scene where um, it's the psych hospital where Victoria Hayes, the survivor from the first movie who molded yeah. the talk show lady, is and- there. And... Chris Jericho watching some Plan 9 from Outer Space. Yes, holy shit. I saw that, and the first time I saw that on Halloween, I, like, jumped out of my seat. I was like, fucking, oh, that wood, fucking Plan 9, my head's gonna fucking explode. I'm so happy. <laughs> I, I, look, I love Jericho. I'm not sure why he's there, but I'm like, oh, cool, Chris Jericho's in this. Yeah, it's just, like, a cameo. Sure. Yeah, he's talking to the other nurse who is singing the Clown Cafe song. Like, oh, our star patient has been singing it all day. I don't know what it is. And then we cut to Victoria in her cell giving birth as the other nurse lady goes in and witnesses it. And she gives birth to a smiling Art the Clown head. And Victoria's one eye she has is glowing yellow like the little clown girl and everything. Yeah, because she's like in her uh, cell and she's like crouched on the floor and then the only way I could say it is like her vagina starts gushing blood. 
and then she's playing in it and her belly starts getting all big like out of nowhere and then she writes like bitch slut like all this stuff all over the wall and yeah gives birth to the art the clown head because she's like the other nurse who was watching her all day like goes walking by and hears her like singing and then hears her being like bitch 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 or something and um goes to look to see what's going on and she like screams because there's all of these like entrails on the floor and holding the art the clown head that she's like licking like a cat will do if she just had kittens (laughs) yeah it's fucking wild and the art the art face is smiling and oh yeah yeah, that's Dude, that's Terrifier too. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh my god. <laughs> um, look, I would have preferred a shorter wait than 2016 to 2022, yeah. but I'm glad we got it. After how big Terrifier 1 was, I'm like, next year we're getting another one. And after it went so long, I was like, it's not gonna happen. And when Terrifier 2 started being rumored about, and we started actually being like, oh, it's gonna happen, I was so surprised this many years later. Well, when we covered Terrifier on the podcast, it was already done. Because I was like, oh, it should be coming any, like, month now. And it didn't come out till just now. Yeah. But I'm thinking with how well this did, how much mainstream coverage it got and everything, I don't think it'll be as long as a wait for Terrifier 3. I also hope that if a major studio does go, Terrifier 3, that looks good. Look at Terrifier 2. Oh, well, that did. Don't studify it. Let Damien Leone do whatever he wants to do. Yeah, throw a bunch of money at Damien and leave him alone and just enjoy the money you make off of it. And wait until he gives you the finished product. Yes. Do not Friday the 13th Part 7 this series. No, please no. I don't think they would, though, because then it's not Terrifier. Yeah, exactly. Alright, you want to get into Count of the Dead? Oh, holy shit. Yeah, let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. All right, the Throbbing Horror Count of the Dead's where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. Before you oh. guess, I'd like to know your favorite. Oh. Oh, it's gotta be, um, what was it, Allison? Or Allie? Allie, the bedroom one? Oh, yeah, it, me too. That was mine. How, if that was the one sitting on the couch today watching it, I loved all of them. They're all, like, super brutal and whatnot. That's the one that made me step forward, and I found myself just, like, with like my mouth was open, but I was smiling, and I was just going like, "Uh, what?" Uh, uh, I was just making noises, and I was just like, oh, "Holy shit, this one sticks with me." Dude, I won't lie. The first time I watched this, I was by myself, and when the face rip at the end of it, yeah. I audibly, out loud, went, "Oh, holy shit!" <laughs> you know, a movie's good when it, you're alone, and it's not like you and your friends are hamming it up, whatnot, and having fun together. You're alone, so there's no reason you should like. I'll watch comedies and not even laugh once, but have a great time. You know, yeah. this one is like, I'm alone. Like, holy shit. Did you see that? Baron? <laughs> to nobody. I went, oh, holy shit. <laughs> like, yeah. that face rip happened. So yeah, that a runner up is the acid throw, but yeah, it's That's gotta good. be that one. Acid throw. I'd like that kill a lot, but it was really quick. Yeah. Um, okay. Go ahead. Count on the dead guess. Oh God. I don't even know. I tell you, not as many as you think. Yeah, they went they quality over quantity. Exactly. I'm going to go nine. Shot in the dark, nine. You're so damn close. You are off by one, as Ugh. the running joke is. It was eight. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's great. Scout of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. Now we're getting into my ratings from Dimension Z. Hunk, 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 hunk. <laughs> um, so basically, I'll take something from the movie and I'll rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. And I have an idea what I'm going to do. Okay. What does Art love besides murder? Don't. No. We're not doing shit. No. Shit. Art loves shit. Okay. He plays in it. He writes it in the wall. He loves to write his name in it. So we're going to take, we're going to do shits. I'm just going to remain silent. <laughs> do your thing. So a number one shit, the worst kind of shit. It's like that you really feel like you have to go and you go on the toilet and like nothing barely comes out and you still just feel horrible. A number 10 is like just that one really good one in the morning. Then you're done. Okay. I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to give Terrifier 2 10 shits out of 10. I adore this movie so fucking much. There's little parts that I was like, okay, it's starting to drag a little bit. Holy shit, he just ripped a face off. That makes up for it. Is that plan 9? Okay. Oh, lady gave birth to a severed head? Cool. Yeah, this movie's a 10. It had everything I wanted. I don't know what else it could have had. Brett. I don't know if you remember during Terrifier and Hatchet and all these kind of movies. You tell me it's really good, but I can't give a movie like this a ten. And yeah. you always yell at me because I rate these things too high. So not only am I pleased to announce that for the first time oh. one of these movies have made the Hall of Fame. <laughs> this is the first new release that has ever made the Throbbing Horror Hall of Fame. I gave it ten. I can't believe I'm saying this. Ten shits out of ten. Also, holy shit, this is a great shit. Man, no joke. This is our first new release. We've ever both been like, yeah, it's new, but fuck it. It's a 10. It's amazing. I can't think of, like like I said, there's tiny little parts that drag a tiny little bit. But even I like those because it's character building and whatnot. Because that it's not just a gore fest. You care about these people. Yeah, and that's why I said, no joke, like, Sienna, I think that's what makes the difference. Because yeah. Sienna is a oh. final girl I give a shit about. And, like, I'm fully invested, and I swear to God, I'm going to be pissed if Terrifier 3 is just a completely new group. I want this story to continue, like, really bad yes. with her, too. Like, they made me really give a shit about this family. Now you have me saying shit all the time, because I was a racist. <laughs> but they, I really cared about, like, this final girl and everything like that, and she's great. She's up there with some of the greats, just like how Art is up there with some of the great killers. Yeah. She's up there with some of the great final girls. So, yeah, that's, that's what I think the difference maker was in this one. Yeah, you could tell it's not just a we're going to throw money at special effects and who gives a shit about the dialogue or anything. Everything was well-rounded. Like I said before, I don't know how they did all of this with their budget. And I'm just waiting for all the elevated horror snobs to cancel their <laughs> subscriptions to Throbbing with Horror right now, but I do not care. Terrifier 2 was great. So you gave The Conjuring a less of a rating <laughs> than Terrifier 2? <laughs> I do it again, motherfucker. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to watch this again. Yeah, dude, I'm three in, and if I was at your house and you're like, you want to watch Terrifier 2? I'd be like, hell yes, put it on. And how many other two and a half hour movies will you do that with? Very few. And you yeah. know what? I almost, I did almost deduct a point for the runtime. I came real close, but I was like, you know what? I can't even do it with what no. they gave us. And also, it's been so long since we've gotten one. It's not like this is the fifth Marvel movie this year that's three hours long. 
does it really need to be or is that just what marvel movies are supposed to be this one is exactly. like, okay it's been so long give it to me all right man that's all i think i got on terrifier too though yeah i think that's all i got but holy shit definitely please check it out um as of release right now it is on Screenbox. it's worth the five dollars a month um because also john carpenter is doing a horror host thing with godzilla movies which is really awesome and it'll be hitting Blu-ray soon, too, if you're not interested in another subscription service. Yes, and the John Carpenter things are not just live. Those will go on demand as well, so worth it. Yeah. But yeah, unless you got anything else, man. No, I think I'm all brutality and shitted out. Well, we hope that Terrifier 2 has left your bunghole throbbing with horror. <laughs> oh, hey, didn't see you there. Well, that was a fun episode, wasn't it? Be sure you tune in next week for another fun episode. And be sure to check out all our social medias. Just look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin. I hear the guy that runs them is really great. <laughs>